Well, how do we declutter? This is a question I get asked quite a bit, and maybe you do too in regards to our productivity lives. It's hard to start doing things when you have things in your life, articles in your life that are encumbering what you're trying to get done. And I am of the belief that the more stuff you have, the more stuff you have to maintain. So the very first thing to think about is what physical things you wish to declutter. Like what is in your space? What is in your face that is every time you see it, it pings at you? So I, I say this a lot to people who have desks desk that have many things on it, is that the more things you have on your desk, the more things are vying for your attention. And so I, I would love to say that my desks are completely bare. They're not, but they are clean and effective. I do not like things in front of my desk unless it's absolutely necessary. So if it's a piece of music or if it's something I'm going to work on, like a mouse or a keyboard, those are all good things for me to have on my desk. But papers and books and folders and all of those things, for me, that affects my ability to be to get things done. Because every time I look at it, it tells, it's telling me a story, like, work on me. It's like screaming at me, Scream, work on me. Put me somewhere, do something. And for me, it keeps boom, 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 which makes me less effective because if I'm doing that and I'm doing something else, then the two things are competing and vying for my attention. So first thing is to think about your physical workspace. Think about how many items you have in front of you, wherever you're going to work, that are having an effect on that workspace. That is item number one to think about. Number two is how many digital things are pinging for your attention. So I've seen these videos, you've seen them too. Uh, delete all of your apps and then your life will be better. If the apps do something for me, then I gotta keep it. Um, but I have very few notifications. Notifications to me are like a form of digital clutter because every time they're pinging at me, they're telling me they, they want my attention. So every ask, ask every app, ask you if you'd like to allow notifications. Nine times out of ten, I say no. So there's very few, you know. For example, an airline flight that I'm taking, I would like to get a notification about my airline flight that's happening. So that's an example of something that I keep on my. Another example of something that I would keep in my notifications is um, messages from my family or my phone calls. Those things are okay to have messages or notifications for. So that's the one thing. And I periodically have a ping in my reminders that I use, I use Todoist, uh, that tells me every quarter to go in and look at how many apps do I have. In a lot of cases, I find some apps that I genuinely don't need, and so I would get rid of them. That's a good way to keep your digital declutter at a minimum. And you know, the whole thing about moving them into folders, there's competing things about that. So if you're using iOS or Android, whether you should put your apps in various folders. I learned from someone a while ago is that I have a main home screen that I use for the most pertinent and relevant apps. So that's the main screen. So I put the, the top apps that I use all of the time inside of there, and then everything else is in the app folder 
because just searching for them, scrolling down, if you're using Android, another method to go in is just, I don't know how they use it on different phones, but you just search for the app. And searching for the app is sometimes faster than actually finding the app in a various folder and then finding it and then hitting a button. So I just have this one main screen and then I just have from there. So the main things I have on my screen, because I get a I get a quest asked this a lot about what is on my main screen. And I'll display this for those who who are looking at this. So I have one password, password managers. I'll do a whole nother video on that because password managers are super critical for productivity. I have a app for um, time cards, ADP. I have a Bank of America app, which is the bank that I use. I have an app called Braid because I use that for some pools that I do with different groups, whether it's collect, uh, investment collections or if it's something to do with the creative arts, I use Braid for that. I've got a Bible app, which is very important for me. I'll be in church all the time and someone will mention certain verses and I'm not a Bible scholar, so I have to go and research that. Evernote, I talk about Evernote ad nauseum. Uh, Dropbox, very important to me. I got a lot of files in there. One day I might migrate from Dropbox to something else, but right now it's ubiquitous amongst various platforms, so I keep that. Fitness, I use that almost every day to do something, so it's important. Drive, I have a lot of people, Google Drive, I have a lot of people sharing with me different documents, etc. So that makes it easy to see that. Google Calendar, I use that beyond any other calendar app, even though I have Fantastical and the app, Apple app one. Google Maps, which is my default app. Uh, Instagram, obvious reasons. Lose It, which is an app I use for fitness tracking, those kind of things. Uh, music, because I like music. And uh, my Chevrolet, I got it when I got my Chevrolet car uh, a year or so ago. Chevrolet, if you're listening to this, don't charge me money to use my app. Don't do that. That's not cool. Uh, I love you, but I don't love that you're trying to charge me money for that. Notion. I have another video on Notion. I love it. I think I might have shared that in the past in one video, but it's just a phenomenal. Notion does for me, it takes the strategic things that I'm trying to get done and gives me a nice place to put the framework for those things. Um, news, I look at news periodically. Outlook, I use that for one of the, my um, responsibilities. Safari, I know some people use other uh, browsers like Chrome and Opera and others. Scannable, I'm always scanning papers that I need to use later. Scannable is linked to Evernote. It's great because I have a war on paper. I am not winning, but I am definitely getting there. I'm, I'm moving along with that. Scannable is easy for me to scan documents and I know where they are versus me trying to make a file folder. I have an app called Secure ID. I use that to access a VPN. Trello, I use that for projects that I'm associated with. Wallet and settings. So that's that's the main that's the main screen that I use to to, to have my my app drawer organized and I replicate that on other platforms. So whether what I just described to you is my phone and I have that same exact setup on my um on my tablet and on my Macintosh. So I try to make them all similar with some differences. So for example, on uh, my Mac computer, I might be using Final Cut in the main tray. So that way it keeps clutter to a minimum. Does clutter happen and grow? Yes, but having that there helps to keep that clutter at a minimum. I do an exercise that I learned from someone. I wish I could remember who it was so I could give them credit. But every twice a year I go through and I start this in February and then I do it again in October. So every day of the month, 
I decide on something. So day one, I pick one thing that I either want to recycle, give away, or discard. And then as the month progresses, day two, I find two things. Day three, I find three things. You get the picture. And then by the time you get to the end of the month, it becomes very difficult because if it's 28 days, that's a lot of things to find in your house. And if it's 31 days, it's even more stuff to find. But it's helpful to me to think about what I actually have and what I don't have. Uh, so that's a kind of the way that I think about clutter. Uh, I also do the same thing with clothes. I, I, every time I buy an article of clothing, I find an article of clothing in my closet to give away or discard. Every single time. And so if it's a jacket I'm buying or a t-shirt, I always find something to give away. So that keeps my clutter at a minimum. But periodically I have to go through that exercise, the February, October exercise. That way I keep clutter at a minimum. Because clutter will prevent you from thinking clearly sometimes. If you have too much clutter in your face, and this clutter conversation can go further, it can go to the amount of apps you have on your TV or the amount of things you're watching or plan to watch. It can go to all of those kind of areas. It can also go to stuff that you have on your personal computer. It's harder for me because the client uh, deleting things on my computer, so easy to put them on a drive somewhere, but just organizing them so they're not in my face. If you look on any one of my computers, you do not see a bunch of things on my desktop. That used to drive me bananas, and it slows up my computer over time. So I don't have anything on hardly any desktop. So whether it's my Windows computer or my Macintosh computer, I don't have things on the desktop because I don't like it. I, I do have things on the tray, but not on the, the desktop. So periodically, I go through this exercise to kind of get rid of the digital clutter that's in my life. So I gave you a couple of things today about how to think about clutter. Physical clutter that's around you, it's, it grows. Every single person, I heard a study somewhere that we all have 300,000 items in our home. And I know I have that for a fact. And then also talked about digital clutter. So what do you have that's clutter? What do you have that I might not have talked about? Is there a different kind of clutter that you would like me to chat about or you'd like to share with the audience? So this is Winston with Time Busters Tools and Time Leadership. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're keeping your brain focused on what you need to get going in your life. It's so important. Our world, we are encumbered with lots of things vying for our attention. So take a moment and think about what's important. And think about what is the key thing that you got to get done today. Just one. Do not try to think about all 40 things that you would love to get done. Just the one item today. That if you said, I got that one thing done today, that there's success. If you do that and you build on that, that is a more powerful way of, than saying, I got to get 25 things done today and only get 20 day done. So hence my day was not successful. Start with the one, the one item and just build on it and say, you know, that I am so glad I did that. I'm so glad that I got that one thing accomplished. And then when you're ready, then when you feel up to it, then build on it and do the two things. And maybe the three things. And then if you start to do that and you keep a record of that, go back to my videos on notes to talk about how you keep a record of that. Once you do that, then you say to yourself, man, do I have a life that's fulfilled. 
I'm getting things, the right things done. I'm not being busy for busy sake. I'm getting the right things done that are having an impact on my life and on the life of others. This is Winston. Take care. Take care of yourself. Take care of all of those around you. And I'll see you again. Please subscribe, etc., to the video Time Leadership Time Buster Sue so that way I can share this with so many other people in the world. I thank you for everything. I talk to you soon.